Welcome to the CBS Eye on Money podcast. It is Thursday, July 8th. This is the program that takes the mystery out of your financial life. And if you would like the mystery solved, all you need to do is send us your financial questions. Our email address is askjill at jillonmoney.com. Or if you're on our website, jillonmoney.com, just click the contact button. Today, we're going to tackle an age-old question, and a good one, by the way. It's a good problem to have. How do you invest a lump sum of cash? That's up after this. An epic matchup between your two favorite teams, and you're at the game getting the most from what it means to be here with American Express. You breeze through the card member entrance, stop by the lounge. Now it's almost tip-off, and everyone's already on their feet. This is going to be good. That's the powerful backing of American Express. See how to elevate your live sports experience at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Eligible American Express card required. Benefits vary by card and by venue. Terms apply. Okay, let's get into this question that comes from Tim. Mark, are you ready to rock and roll? Are you ready to get your certified financial planner hat on? I'm as ready as I'm ever going to be. Let's do it. Let's do it. Okay. This is from Tim, whose subject in his email. Hi, Jill, from Tim in California slash Chicago with a long story of a crazy year. Okay. Sounds good. Tim writes, I've been listening to you for a few years. My first podcast was walking through the financial district in downtown Chicago, and I was purchasing my first house and found you. Here is my story. It is a little bit long a mid-30s single guy. I bought a condo for $411,000 with a 15-year loan at three and a quarter percent. I put 20% down. That was four years ago. I got burned on it with two special assessments and what I think will be continued structural problems in the next five years. Oh my God. Decided, screw Chicago. Eight months of winter, I bought a car, I put everything I own into the car, and I moved to LA right by the ocean. I love this. This is a great thing. Rented my condo for $2,500 a month, which after principal interest, escrow, homeowners association, nets me about $335 every month. All right. At least it's a net positive. COVID hit three months after my move. My job cut 25% of my pay. And California was more expensive, about 15% more. Management also told everyone sucks at their job. I think they were trying to get people to leave voluntarily. <laughs> Management, way to, way to like bring that messaging, huh? Okay. Tim says, got a new job, but they told me to break my lease and move to Denver. Broke my lease. Job said I could instead work remote and they would give me a slight pay increase. Oh my God, my pay, it went from 175000 to 205000 The new job gives top-of-the-line benefits, um, money in a stock plan, bonuses, miscellaneous perks. Okay, I had to get a new place. So I bought a new condo at what ended up being the crash of the housing market. And I bought a $582,000 condo with 5% down at 3.25%. With a 30-year loan, PMI costs an extra couple hundred bucks a month. The owners never used it, a rich family that was trying to sell it before the father passed away. The condo is now worth basically another hundred grand. My company, listen to this, then got bought out and was given another $100,000 in equity. Oh my God. My stock shot up. 
The renters in Chicago left. It's been vacant for four months. I'm starting to sell that property. I don't even care, even at a loss. Maybe I'll break even. Maybe I'll lose 10 grand, whatever. Who cares? It's now one year anniversary at my company. Other financial information, $150,000 in a 401k, 20 grand in cash. Okay, so the, the company equity that he got is now worth 400 grand. He gets basically a quarter of it over every year. It, the post tax will have $115,000. Here's his strategy. He's going to refinance. And he says by refinancing, this is the new condo, he can get 3% interest, 30-year loan, get rid of the PMI, blah, blah, blah. Okay, good. Sell the Chicago home, take in some cash, pay off the car loan, pay off some other small loans, and keep 30 grand in cash as a six-month emergency fund. After everything is done, the house will be sold off. I should have about $120,000 in cash. Great. And I will be vesting every few months and getting about $33,000 post-tax. I can let this money stick in the stock or take it out at that point and redistribute it. What do you think I should do with this wealth? I think the only luxury, maybe dumb thing I want is a Tesla. Mark, are you ready to answer that question from Tim or should we take a, let's take a breath, a collective breath. Ready? (sighs) This episode is brought to you in part by Audible, your go-to destination for thrilling audio entertainment. Whether you're looking for a hair-raising experience to enjoy while you're on the move or eager to dive into sinister and shocking tales, Audible has an exclusive collection of thrillers from best-selling authors that will keep you on the edge of your seat. Like The Guest List by Lucy Foley. Experience stories like never before, where every chilling detail is brought to life by captivating sound design. Plus, as an Audible member, choose one title a month to make yours forever. And now, new members can try Audible free for 30 days. Just visit audible.com slash WonderyPod or text WonderyPod to 500-500. That's audible.com slash WonderyPod or text WonderyPod to 500-500. All right, Mark. First of all, what do you think about Tim's situation? Boy, heck of a story, huh? Gee whiz. My God. I mean, the guy's fearless, just like moves around and gets in the car and goes to LA and goes to, you know, like unbelievable to me. All right. So I agree. Eight months of winter is a lot. I love Chicago, but that is is some rough weather. I like the idea of getting rid of the condo, whatever. I think for the strategy, here's where I am. The first thing you're going to do is whatever cash you have, let's start with six months in your emergency reserve fund. Let's get it up to nine or 12 months. You move around a lot, man. Yes. Pay off the car loan. Yes. Any other, you know, small loans that are out there. Yes. To a refi. All of this is great. And now let's get to the nut, which is what about the investment strategy? Mark, this guy is in his mid thirties, single. The world is his oyster. Besides letting him get his Tesla, how much does a Tesla cost? it's not going to be less than like 50 grand, right? So a Tesla Model 3 is the cheapest one. And that starts at about 42 grand, 41,000. You know, it says the long range model is at 50 grand. So it's like 50, maybe up to 60. Okay. Then if we want the Model S, it's like 120 to 130,000. So Are we talking about that? There's an X that is like another, I don't know. Can you live with the the cheapo one? Let's do the cheapo one for him. What do you think, Mark? I was going to say, can we live without a Tesla period? 
No, give him the Tesla. The guy's gone through a lot. Come on. He's a single dude. Who cares? You want to drive around a Tesla in the snowy streets of Denver? Okay. Good point. I'm, I'm not a car. You're talking to the wrong person. I am not a car guy. I do not care. I know. I know. All right. Well, if you want to do a luxury dumb thing instead of a Tesla, maybe you should get a truck. What's the alternative for the 120? Open up a brokerage account? Yeah, I think that what we got to do is open up a brokerage account and put together a game plan where he's going to have some index funds. You know, you're going to have a U.S. stock index fund, an international index fund, a small company index fund, and maybe, I don't know, a... uh, let's call it a hard asset or a commodity fund. And that's it. You're a long-term investor. I presume you're maxing out your retirement account with $19,500. If you have the ability to put money into a Roth 401k versus a traditional 401k, maybe that's something else you should consider. As the slugs of stock become available, just keep putting money into the brokerage account. And be sure to set aside money for taxes if your company is not doing that, because that would be very important as well. Other than that, I think that um, you got a lot of assets. You're a single guy. I wouldn't mind also if you just had a little estate planning done because you're starting to make a lot of money and you're living all over the place. I don't know where your family is, but it's time to kind of be a bit more of a grown up. So please get a will, a power of attorney and a healthcare proxy done because you're going to start accumulating real assets and we want to make sure it goes to the folks that you want it to go to. Maybe a sibling, maybe a niece, a nephew. Who knows? Mark, am I missing anything else? I just want to go back to the car thing for a second. All right, here we go. Let's do a car thing. Let's do it. Under his overall strategy, he lists paying off his existing car loan, which is $30,000. But yet he's talking about getting a Tesla. So is he going to have two cars? Or is the plan just to have one car? If the plan is just to have one car, then I would probably just, instead of paying off that $30,000 loan, maybe sell that car and use the proceeds to put towards the purchase of the Tesla. Oh, that's a great idea. Uh, where it, what is that car? Do tell. Or as I said earlier, just don't get a Tesla and keep your current car and invest the money elsewhere. Here's another idea. Keep the car you have, right? See how things go. Let's see where you land in a year. You're going to have plenty of cash. Maybe you buy the Tesla at that time. I don't know why. I feel like this guy could end up like in Florida next. And then, you know, like then maybe he will have, you know, the opportunity to be zipping around in his Tesla. You're right, Mark. I was going to say don't don't be a buzzkill because I usually am. But I think I'm going to be a buzzkill. I'm joining you. No <laughs> Tesla. Let's keep the existing car unless the car is a crap box, you know, and then just sell it. And uh, and get your dumb Tesla. We are so not car people. It's ridiculous, right? I, I just don't care about cars. At all. At all. By the way, my car just turned, is about to turn four years old. Do you want to take a guess at the amount of miles on it? Um, I'm going to guess, just knowing how much you drive, I'm going to say that four years is probably like 12,000 miles. Oh, you're exactly right. Thank you very much. I know your life so well. I just hit 12,000 miles in four years. Okay. Well, I have a car that has, we just hit 80,000 miles. So, you know, I, we, we do move around in it. And then we have a second car that we bought the end of 2014. And that car does not have 5,000 miles on it yet. It has 4,900 miles. It's a little mini Cooper that I bought off the lot when the guy was like giving them away. So it was adorable. All right. That's it. This is not the car show. I'm sorry, gang. 
if you like cars, God bless you. But it is just, uh, hmm, we're not those people. We're always going to, we're always going to be erring on the side of don't buy the car. And it's just a thing and it's going down in value and calm down. All right. We got to finish this out, man. We've been yammering on forever and ever here. So uh, we want to remind you that we drop this podcast, the Eye on Money podcast, every Tuesday and Thursday. And if you do not want to miss an episode, here's what you should do. Follow us. Follow the Eye on Money podcast on Apple or wherever you get your favorite podcasts. So easy. If you wouldn't mind, if you like the show, leave us a rating and a review. Go onto our website, jillonmoney.com. Check out all the great content that we create. If you've got a question and you're on the website, just hit the contact button. It's very easy to do. And you can get all sorts of great stuff and you can subscribe to our free weekly newsletter. It is free. It comes out every single week and Mark does a great job. So you can hear us on Tuesday and Thursday and you can get the newsletter on Friday. It's all that great stuff. See that? Okay. Lift somebody up today. It will make that person feel good. It will make you feel good. And don't forget our mantra here at the CBS Eye on Money podcast, curiosity, compassion, community. We'll talk to you next week. If you travel for work, you know to pack two suits, business and swim. You know with your Delta Sky Miles Business Amex card, buying that plane ticket for a business trip can get you closer to medallion status. You know that a meeting in Montana means visiting almost every national park. Yellowstone? Check. Because you're the chief excursion officer. It's why you're a Delta Sky Miles Platinum Business American Express card member. If you travel, you know. Terms apply. Visit go.amex slash you know business.